The flogcast may occasionally contain explicit content that makes it not safe for work or for minors. It also doesn't provide an excuse to use the same words on Bay 13. Normal Bigfooty rules still apply. Alright, so this is the flogcast for round 13. The emotionally checked out Tiger Starburns is here and I'm joined by the suburban netballer from Collingwood, Morgan Ashley. Hello. And the white knight of redheads everywhere from North Dan. Hello. Good or tears, what do we got? I've tears. It's come to my attention that the, the Miss America beauty pageant has decided to scrap the swimsuit part of their competition and not have any focus on the looks of the participants in the in the pageant. So I don't know why they would do that. So now your, your Susan Boyles of the world can win these sort of things now, which is Sue's odd. Suze, come on down. It's it's kind of like you know you know those Mister Universe like muscle sort of shows or competitions. Mr. Olympia, isn't it? Oh, yeah, whatever it's called. But imagine the the organisers of that show telling the, the athletes, hey, we're, we're not placing much importance on on muscle or size of which. You just you just turn up, you flex, tell us who you are, and we'll decide a winner. So you're saying this universe needs to focus on femininity? No, it doesn't. It's just, it's just you know, I mean, can't, can't we celebrate beauty and people that look hot? What about the beautiful <laughs> on the inside people? Uh, well, they can, well they can have their own competition. I mean, that's, you know, oh, Miss Miss Beautiful on the inside, Miss Ugly on the out, and and good in the, in the middle. I, I don't know what 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 would you would call it, Miss Earth Core. You know the the, the Susan Boyle competition uh, or the Caroline Wilson Award. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's no, she's actually bad on the outside and in the inside. <laughs> she, she, she wouldn't even get a look in. Yeah, that's that's my tears. How, how much time we got left? Was it forty minutes? We're, we're, we're doing the twenty twenty version of the podcast. Damn, this is the sort of shit I talked about before we came on. Yeah, don't. don't yeah, you got to you got to be on your game. No, no, no balls or wides or anything from you. All right, we got to we got to get through. Got to get through the overs. I need a bell. I need an autism bell for you that I ring every time you. I mean, how, how, how you feeling, Sneezy? Have you have you recovered? I'm fucking tired. I'm exhausted. Yeah. I was. I had a monstrous hangover this morning. And you know what? I'll just go into that. That can be my tears. I drank far too much at Queen's birthday. (laughs) What? Did you fix fix the bread? (laughs) Actually, it did. I made it. I I made it before I went to the football. That was the only thing that was good. When I got home, it was in perfect condition. I went, oh, it worked. That was the only thing of yesterday that went well because I, I... Rue and lament my day on the piss. Imagine if you had a hangover and no toast. Fucking hell. The toast didn't go down very well this morning, it must be said. I did not I did not want to eat it, but I knew I had to get something into me. It was not a pleasant morning. I didn't feel good till basically lunchtime, and then I just Maybe sort of Maybe alcohol isn't for you, man. I mean, you are short. Alcohol is just fine for me. It's just... I'm a little bit older than each, each year you start to realise that you just can't do what you used to do. And boy, was this a wake-up call. Old star burns. He ain't what he used to be. Pretty much. So that can be my tears. Don't overdo it, man. I mean, you'll be joining Fern in a minute if you keep if you keep pushing yourself. Well, it's better to burn out than fade away, Dan. Morgs. Yeah, I'll just have goo. I'll have delicious bathwater-tasting goo. Fuck, yesterday was good. It was so good. The ground was red and blue. They were handing out flags outside the MCC. Free flags, free Melbourne flags. Everyone take your Melbourne flag. And then in the car park on the way home, the joint was full of fucking flags because nobody wants flags of a loser. It was fantastic. Again, it's a sad old flag. Yeah, it was a sad old flag and it wasn't high flying. I give you the hot tip. What a bunch of plotters they were yesterday. Oh, it was good. It was good to show them up. The, I watched a bit of this game. How did, how did um, Cookson's favourite player, Mycock, go? Um, well, he wasn't that great. He kicked one he kicked one goal, which was a good goal, okay. right on three-quarter time. Who won the ruck duel? Uh, Mason Cox, I think. <laughs> In other words, Gorn won the ruck duel, Dan. I don't think so. He didn't have... I think Grundy had more hit-outs. I don't think anyone walked away from that ruck duel going, this one's be- that this one had a better performance. It was quite even, but we definitely won the clearances, so I'll take that. We'll just go straight into that game. If I didn't have tears for the alcohol thing that Dan sort of 
preempted, I was going to have Goo for Cox, who, it's a good story, five goals. He saves his best for his marquee games, like his first one on Anzac Day and stuff. Unlike Melbourne, he loves a big stage. <laughs> so he could never go there because he'd uh, dominate. But he he's was a, really good. He's prime time, he isn't he? He was really good. Yeah, he loves it. He loves the lights. He loves any kind of – loves to put on a show, the big man. And at one stage he took a mark, and as he was walking back to his spot to kick a goal, he was giving a thumbs up to the guy who kicked it to him. Usually oh. you save that for after you kick the goal, but no, nah, not Coxie. He's <laughs> Isaac Smith does it beforehand. <laughs> Oh, except he, Mason Cox kicks the goal. That was that the one from fifty because he had that he had that sort of that nod of just like the yep how good's that that yeah, arrogant the knowing yeah the nah I think this was um nailed this it. was earlier on where he he took a mark and he was probably only thirty five out on a slight angle it wasn't when he bananaed it that was fucking brilliant <laughs> um but he was great he's great to watch and. As we said, it was a good story, and I think yesterday was full of good stories. To see how much money was raised was fantastic. To have somebody in our corner that we were playing like they play for Neil while we had somebody to play for, and the way that the club got around him and his family was really nice. It was touching, and the Bucks wore his helmet down the slide. I thought it was really nice, and, yeah, it was good to be a Collingwood supporter yesterday. I didn't see much of the slides, but there were some interesting outcomes from that, like Chris Fagan, for example, turning the hamstring right off the bone. I guess that's what happens when you wear when you wear a dress and then have to get out of the pool. <laughs> it just seemed like a good idea at the time. How, how, how do you tear a hamstring going down a slide? No, he tore it getting out. So he was wearing like nun's outfit or a reverend's outfit, which was like a dress. And as he was trying to get out, he fell and tore his hamstring. Oh, what a stupid Humpty Dumpty. You kind of deserve it. Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> it was a very Brisbane thing to happen. <laughs> oh, I'm sure that Paddles blames us. <laughs> Good game. Nice to see that Jesse Hogan didn't kick a goal, so that streak's over. Melbourne now have no streaks, <laughs> except for their one except for their one game winning streak against North Melbourne. <laughs> That's all they've got left. Sucked in. Spent like 20 minutes on this game. We've only got like 10 minutes left. Shut up, Dan. Right. Was there only good game to talk about? We'll go to the next game I want to talk about. It has nothing to do with the on-field aspect of the game itself, but it is probably one of the games warrants the most talk. St Kilda-Sydney in the Pride game. Now, um... God. <laughs> Where do we want to? Where do we want to begin here? Do we want to begin with plugger in the stands, or do we want to begin with the toilets? That's why I wanted Cookson on here because I wanted to ask him if he actually had the nerve to venture into one of these things. One of what things? They had a gen- uh, gender neutral toilets. Yeah, you could go into any house. toilet you wanted. Whatever you identified as was the sign out. Um, settle down, losers. There were six toilets that were general. That oh. weren't allocated. It wasn't every toilet. There were That's, six. We never said they were. Toilets. We never said they were. And everybody. That's a a still a very a risky proposition at a St Kilda game. Very risky. Like, what if I was to go in, stand up to the the urinal, and just pull my t- pants down to my ankles and start whizzing away? Everyone okay, would Lee Matthews. Yeah, what's the issue? That's what you do in the male toilet. Females don't no, go I, that part. What's the point? Yeah, but then people can see your butt and your genitals and your seat. But that's but that's nothing to do with any of this. That's that, the same. That's how you handle pissing at a urinal. That's got nothing to do with whether there were females and males in there. I'm more talking about Stephen Milne, for example, wandering into whichever toilets he wanted to because the option was there. Like, oh, if so, if Stephen Milne wanted to go and perv on girls in the toilet. I doubt a sign on the door is going to stop him. <laughs> no, but it just it just enabled him. You're like, you know. Oh, ever been to a toilet on a plane? They're all fucking gender neutral. Who cares? Yeah, but you know, that's just that's a cubicle on its own. You're not sharing oh. it with somebody at the same time. Yes, Everyone's and inside looking... a toilet are cubicles on their own. So the gender yeah, neutral... The gender-neutral toilets would have only been female toilets that they made gender-neutral. There wouldn't have been a urinal. It just would have been cubicles. Same well, thing. Well, how do you know? There might have been urinals in there. No. They were female toilets. I mean, you, I mean if, if, you've got a, if you're doing a gender-neutral toilet, you've got to have both. You've got to provide for both. 
I don't think that they reconstructed the ground, Dan. No, but there, there are toilets. There are men's toilets that have cubicles and urinals, and they may have made one of those the gender-neutral toilet. Does that make sense? No, I don't think they did. I think they made female toilets. Well, why, well, why wouldn't they if they're trying to push for this? A bit sexist, I think. Yeah. Men get your well, toilets, women you, you share with the Hannah yeah. of the world. Oh. I don't see it. I don't see it as being an issue. Which actually, speaking of, I caught AFL three hundred and sixty last week, and for then I'd have no idea why. Open mics interviewing Hannah Mountie, but they showed some footage that was going to be on that episode. There is no way that a beast can play in the AFLW next year. The size difference <laughs> from not? some of those highlights is ridiculous. You may as well just let the rest of them all take whatever roids they want to get that big, like Mr. Olympia. He is is bigger than Jonathan Brown. They took a photo together recently. Oh, yeah, but his shoulders have disappeared. Like, he's had his shoulders cut off or something since he finished. His shoulders cut off. (laughs) Have you seen him? He's had a shoulder amputation. Well, yeah, I mean, he's got... Yeah, yeah, but he's... Hannah is just generally bigger. He, uh, he's not as tall. He might be a little bit shorter than Jonathan Brown, but everything else is as big, if not bigger. It's just, it's weird. And I watched snippets of, of <laughs> snippets. I watched snippets of, <laughs> of the interview, and Mike even asked the question of whether Hannah had um, her bits chopped off. And mm. even though had had, a, had had a snippet. Yeah, a snippet. That's why I laughed. I bet you were so keen for that answer, Dan. Mm-hmm. Highlight of your year. That's what he tuned in for. No, I, I I clicked onto Fox Footy and they just they were showing a replay oh, of it. I yes. don't know, there's like ten or you fifteen did. minutes left. Mm. Yeah, right. You scoured the open mic thread on Big Footy to find out where they asked what timestamp they asked the question. Fine to know what's in her pants, with the, whether there's a, whether there's a man badge or or the, or the genitals are still in, intact. She didn't answer the question, but she gave the impression that everything is, is still there to me it doesn't matter it's the physical size i don't care which it is that's not going to make a difference but that is clearly an unfair advantage and no one should have to deal with that in my opinion that's just stiff shit if you want if is it you... not an unfair advantage that mason cox is seven foot tall and no one else is well he's born that way that's how it is but i've said this before but if you... there are some things that if that's how, that's the change you need to make in your life. Some doors should be closed to you, and professional sport is clearly one of those. Particularly contact sports. Yes. But Why is it the people that play with her don't care? Do well, we know that have for you certain, though? Have you considered that some people might actually care and they're too afraid to, you know, look like a minority and say, hey, we feel uncomfortable about this? Chris Judd I'm sure, had an I'm article... Sure. I'm absolutely 100% sure they could anonymous, anonymously give that information. You could, easy, you could easily leak that, leak that to the media. You could easily tell somebody in the media, I'm an AFLW footballer and I don't want to play against her. They would run with that in a heartbeat. Well, Chris Judds apparently has run with it and no one's refuted that particular claim. Anyway, we're getting a bit off track. It's it's a no for me. It's a no from Dan. I think it's a yes from Morgs. So we'll just leave it. There. I just don't care. I don't see it as an issue. Like, people who are like, oh, I don't want my kids going to a toilet. Well, I don't care about that. Like, if you've ever been to a toilet, you do your business behind a door. Nobody sees anything. All you can see is another person. The whole area outside should be shared with men and women. Literally, the only thing a man will (laughs) see is 20 narcissistic women looking in the mirror. That's it. No, it's just just uncomfortable and weird. Just keep it. Females over here, men over here, do your shit and get out. Men just don't want to know that women actually shit. And that's why you're intimidated by it. <laughs> this has got nothing to do with women shitting. This is just uncomfortable. We're just uncovering so this dance psychoanalysis here. But the other thing that we must discuss is Plugger made his way over for the Saints-Swans game and he brought a friend with him. I thought it was a bit sad that he couldn't afford the hotel room to leave his pillow behind. <laughs> Do you reckon he had to buy an extra ticket? Surely, well, that no thing way. was sitting in a he, seat. He yeah. fit, fit it, carry on, no way. He, he, would actually, he would have to pay for a seat for that, for his partner. <laughs> Japanese all. anime sex pillow. But, <sighs> uh, like, I don't understand whatever the culture is of this pillow or whatever. Like, I don't understand 
the purpose of it? Did they have sex with the pillow or? Uh, well, what, what, what else, why else would you have that branded on there? I don't know, but that, does, that's, does the ul- that's the obvious like, implication. So is there a hole in the pillow or? The, the, the pillow and the linen are all white. I mean, it kind of makes sense. I don't even, I don't want to know. Well, you guys are discussing it. I mean, you have to know. I mean, it's just, it's, you know. I think someone took the Pride game a little bit too far with that particular thing. And it, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it was a joke, but I don't think it is. But one thing is for sure, we know that's Plugger, right? <laughs> <laughs> that probably could be plenty of St Kilda supporters, but I think Plugger is the obvious one. It's very Plugger sort of thing. Look, I have no words for that. I really don't. <laughs> It's fucking weird. Let's be honest. It's just, just weird. That is the weirdest <laughs> thing. That is the weirdest hilarious. thing I've ever seen at a football like, game. Absolutely sort, hilarious. Sort of freaks that are that are cut off from the world, and they just they have zero filter. They don't care. That's future Straffo, man. Yeah, it's it's got it's got a bit of trade draft about it as well. It's like him bringing the cot to the game. <laughs> And <laughs> <laughs> hey, would trade draft be allowed in the baby change rooms <laughs> at the Pride game? <laughs> trade draft's climbing on the he's climbing on the change table. <laughs> <laughs> Do you identify as an adult or a baby? <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's definitely the weirdest thing I've seen anybody ever take out with them in public. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, went, I like. I wonder if it's a product of the Pride game or just a coincidence. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> or if a troll, any Pride but... attached to carrying a pillow like that around. No, like, there should I'm, be a lot of shame. I'm, really, I'm betting that person has, has brought that thing to St Kilda games before, and it's only just now that someone has managed to catch a photo of this freak and his pillow partner. Like, I'm very yeah. attached to my pillow. I take it everywhere, but it doesn't have a face on it. <laughs> And I, I don't take it to the football. And a cartoon face, too. Let's just <laughs> focus on that particular bit of information, too. It's not like Pamela Anderson's face. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's a cartoon. Mm, sort of person who wants to marry a cartoon character, like they, as people mentioned in the thread, the types in Japan who want to do that, shit like that. Comic-Con was on on the weekend. Maybe he'd been to Comic-Con and got it there. And he, well, oh, God, take it home first, at least. Like, <laughs> or turn it inside out. <laughs> Or sit on the fucking thing. I, I bet he does. Turn he probably does it. sit on it. <laughs> That's heaps better than sitting near somebody who has just eaten a banana off the ground. <laughs> Weirdest thing ever. Anything else on it? No, it's great. Plug out. I hope you enjoyed your trip. Yeah, well done, Plugger. Next game, we'll go with Geelong versus North at the Cheat Ground. What was that? That was Dan. Uh, was me. He wasn't happy with the result, I think. No, I wasn't happy with the result. I wasn't happy with the game. Were you expecting a better result, Dan, or, or just uh, a better effort? Not, yeah, probably better effort. I mean, the result I wasn't surprised with. But I, I did like how Geelong saw West Coast cheat ground earlier in the year firsthand and went, hmm, we'll, we'll do that too, and decided to put up their stabby fence. The Nucky offence. It's probably the first game this year that the Geelong trio might have actually the, the worked. Devil's I mean, threesome. they weren't brilliant. The trio, not the tree. Fuck the yeah, tree. Devil's the tree's threesome. The devil's threesome. It's not all about the tree, Dan. <laughs> Never said the tree. I said the trio. <laughs> we know. Nobody, said none tree. of us said anything about a tree. You just no, went there. No, you said tree. You implied I said no. tree. I, no, he said threesome. <laughs> next, next game, we've got no, 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 ten is, minutes left. Is there, is there more on? Is there more out of this game? No, there is nothing more on this game. What about Aaron Black? Yeah, that's yeah, nasty. That, yeah, that nasty. didn't look good. Yeah. Is there something wrong with the surface down there? Cheap grass. Isn't that too? Isn't isn't that? I think they should get their cheek grass looked at. They've had two serious knee injuries in hell, but leg injuries in two weeks. He just land. He landed awkwardly. I don't think it's a surface thing. He was just unlucky. But no, like I do find it funny though that all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Geelong Geelong has the yeah the the stabby boards around the ground, which were never there 
any time earlier, but now they're hurting people. Like, yeah, now they're causing problems. Let's implement them. Yes, I that's. Bet you, I bet you us taxpayers paid for them too. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's what all the money was for, wasn't it? Geelong gets a hard, another fifty million dollars to build more fucking lights. To build sta- stabby fences. We want fences like they have in West Coast. We want to stab people and we want it to light up like a disco. All right, so we can like comfortably assume that Nakai is behind it. Yes, the Nakai, we've got to call it the Nakai fence. It's the Nakai fence. If it stabbed somebody, it can only be one person. The Nakai cheat fence. This is opinion. They would have gotten the punji pit fence. Next game, uh, Puffers versus Richmond. <laughs> What's so funny, oh, Dan? What, 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 what happened, man? <laughs> Didn't play very well. Only lost by 14 I mean, no, points, I'm, but didn't play very I'm well. Starting to sound, I'm starting to sound logical every time I, I, I have something oh, to you, say regarding Richmond. Nobody's ever accused you of sounding logical, Dan. God, you, every time we lose a game, Dan, you're going to pull out the same fucking line. But when we win, you still play it anyway. Yeah, still 9-3, still you, second you, you on still the ladder. You still look like a B team. You still look like a B team when you win. Oh, please. So who, if they're a B team, who's an A team? Um, well, there are no A teams. It's just everyone no, just sort of average shit. shit. No, not this shit again. <laughs> not this shit again. <laughs> no, but, but, but with this game, I mean, what happened? Are you going to tell us that it was just coincidental that Dustin Martin just played and, and Richmond were, were shit? We didn't play very well. We had a few, we had a handful of injuries, Once. that, which oh. is not what we usually have. We're normally pretty good on the fitness front. We don't have too many up too long. You can't deal with injuries. So you, what you're saying is you don't have depth. I think we have reasonable depth, but I don't think we always fill it. I don't think they fill it always with the right players. Did Miles play? Miles did play. He did okay, but he wasn't. He wasn't the problem. It was more like if you if you watch the game, you might have noticed Connor Menadju once, but he's probably I've the. Seen Cochin touch it a few times, but he was relatively quiet too. No, his best game, but. Was, uh, there were passengers up forward, and that was that was what hurt us most because we had the opportunities. Is this is this the third week in a row you've said not his best game about Trent? No, because two weeks ago he's best on. All right, well that's definitely three out of four that you've said not his best game. Yeah, two of those were losses. I'm sensing a pattern. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah if Trent doesn't play well, we don't good. win. It's not looking good. Trent, yeah, Trent's just. Yeah, I don't need to say any more on Trent. I think his performances are speaking for themselves. His performances Dusty over his play. career speak for themselves, Brownlow Medal and all, Dan. So Dusty's not playing was just a coincidence that Richmond would, would average? Well, you take you take one of your best players out, yes, that's gonna that's gonna be a, that's gonna put a hole in there. Oh, like so where would you where so would you be you if are, Sean Higgins wasn't playing games this Dustin year? Martin. You'd be a lot worse off. You are it, reliant on Dustin Martin. Is that is that what you're no. uh, saying? No, no. I think you are. I think no, because, because honestly, if we hadn't fu- if we hadn't fucked about the chances we had, we probably could have still won this game. We lost by fourteen points, and it was our worst effort of the year. It was worse than the West Coast and Adelaide games. Mistakes got made. They didn't really. They didn't just didn't move it very well. Didn't broke down going forwards, which normally doesn't happen. Too many passengers up forward as opposed to the midfield. Or down back. So yeah. what happened to Castagna and, and Butler and, and Graham? Butler was and shit. Castagna was serviceable. What did we, Dan? What is? What do you want me to say, you dickhead? I, I want you to to speak openly and honestly. I'm literally you. speaking openly and honestly. I'm not concerned. You are you are blind <laughs> with this stupid notion that your team is filled with A graders and no. Oh, okay. Autism bell. Ring 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 ring. I never said anything about A grade as you dickhead. I'm, I'm flicking the switches right now. As I'm, as I'm, to you. <laughs> I'm having a grand old time. How, how much time we have left? Yeah, Dan, you just soaked up like 20% of our time in that. The only other thing out of this game that matters is Razor Ray and Grig. I want to know what happened. I want to know what was going on. Like that's It was like, as someone said, it was like the sc- parents scolding the toddler for being obnoxious in public or something. I don't know what he said to Ray, but Ray was very unhappy. 
with what he said. He's like, we don't speak to each other like that. Well, did he say it to Ray or did he say it to a port player? I just assumed it was to Ray, but maybe it wasn't. Maybe he would have been a bit angrier if it was to him. He's like, we don't, we don't speak to each other like that. I think he intervened on behalf of something like a sled. So he white knighted somebody. Yeah, like I don't. I think if someone says that to Razor, he's himself. He's probably going to pay a free kick because he's, you know, if you say something to an umpire, they can. But I reckon if he said it to another player, he might have just gone, "Well, he's up. We don't talk to each other that way." But fuck, I'd love to know what was said. Where's the, where's the sounds of the game on that? Channel yeah, seven. I don't know. He has too much to say. Just shut up and umpire the game. Well, I thought it was funny. Um, it was very funny. It was really funny. It's just like, Razor cops a lot of shit, but that was a pretty funny exchange. Next game, Frio just got passed by the Crows. The Crows are in free fall. Oh. This has happened very quickly. They've just, like, I know they got injuries, but they are plummeting. Speaking of cooked, yeah. Dan, that Crow is... Burnt. They're in a world of trouble. And, like, more players wanting out. Like, <laughs> things are bad for them. How do you have such a culture where you would be... Like, Adelaide. A state where people want to leave... Port don't have this problem. Port don't have players fucking off home all the time. Why is it always the Crows? Maybe because they take them into the desert. They mind <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> and, and they make them miss their mummies, and then they want to go away. Like, yeah, give me your phone. I, We're going to blindfold you for twenty-four hours. I don't know what it is they do, but there's got to be something very wrong at that club because they're the only ones who lose players. And it's not like it didn't just start with danger. Like Gunston left, Tippett left. No one gives a shit now. But like they have just leaked players for years now. And, like, there's a fair chance that they lose Sloan, Lynch, and McGovern this year. Like, that's huge. Aren't the Kraft brothers from Victoria as well? Country Victoria, though, so it's not really a... Um... It's not really Victoria. <laughs> yeah, it's... it's not. There's nowhere to go in the country of Victoria. They're from halfway. Yeah, it's just like, going back to Victoria, they may as well stay in Adelaide. It's just like a country town for them. But, yeah, like, if you were to look at player movement and players leaving of... Rec- Required players, you would say that the Crows are in the big four of that, along with Brisbane, Gold Coast, and GWS. Yeah, the go-home factor from Adelaide is real. Or mm. just the go-away factor, the go-anywhere else. Mm, yeah, well, that was, that was Tippett, wasn't it? I want to go home to the Didn't Gold Coast. Go no, home. I'll go to Sydney. <laughs> I'll go anywhere but here. <laughs> just let me out. And then, you know, like, Gun- Gunston didn't even tell them he was leaving <laughs> until... You know, he, he he waited to the last possible second to say, get me you out. You mentioned Lever? Yeah, well, everybody knows Lever. Lever, danger. But, yeah, they do, have a, they do have a problem with player retention. And, yeah, the slide is on over there. Because, um, like, they lost to a Frio team without Fife and Sandalands. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, the, on, the yeah. only, like, experienced player they had was, like, Mundy. And it, it wasn't and playing Richmond, so. Yeah. Ah. Well, they had they had Ballantyne, but he's more of a fucking liability than. Just more, more and more reasons the Crows should have banked this. Fremantle's kids were good, like that Sarah dude. Or, is that his name, Sarah? Chera. He was Chera. Whatever. He's good. I like him. Cox was good. Another, wasn't the best. Wasn't the best Cox, but he was good. Not Did the biggest or Chera? the best Cox. Oh, Chera. Sarah, Chera. Yeah, I guess it's. I tried to clarify. I we don't even know input. if it's a mistake yet. No, no. We'll just let that one go. Oh, See, that's a genuine, that's a genuine question. And on that note, I think we can move on from that game. I, I was happy to skip it, but yeah, okay. No, we talked about were. how bad Adelaide is as a destination, the anti-destination club, really. The departure club. Yeah, it was more anti Adelaide than it was pro Fremantle. Mm. Yeah, fuck Fremantle, fuck Jose. But any time there's a purple disco on, I'm down. <laughs> I love it when the lights go off. <laughs> Brian's lost to Essendon in probably one of the least skilled games of football anyone would have had the misfortune of seeing. We can skip yeah. this game. Yeah, I, I can't think of anything out of this. Didn't watch didn't this game. Watch. 
I only watch games with my actual rivals, and that's none of these two. The other game was the Giants pulled out their second 100-point defeat in their history against the Suns in another embarrassing performance for the Gold Coast. Oh, they're an ad... They're an absolute rabble, the Gold Coast. Do you want to know how much of a rabble? Jason Dunstall mentioned a stat late in the game. The Gold Coast have gone five weeks without winning a quarter. There's wow. a streak for you. Wow. Oh, that's, that's, like that's, the, that's like the reverse demon thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so that, that should bode well for them. Because if they end the streak this week, they should win the next two games. <laughs> oh, the next game, at least. And they're in the street. They are playing St Kilda. So if St Kilda okay. lose to this rabble... <laughs> All right. So let's put our money on which quarter do we think Gold Coast will win? All four. <laughs> All four and the pillow to close back. <laughs> St Kilda will bite the pillow. <laughs> um, I reckon the second quarter, Gold Coast will win. Yeah, I'll just go all four. Why not? Do you, but, why don't you just go for a draw for all four quarters, then? Or two each. Oh, you think you're taking too long to think it through? Oh, you, oh I thought that, that was that a serious question? Was it? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, why not? Go the draw. <laughs> that's the damn thing to do, right? Yeah. Mhm. Yep. Okay. Anyway, we'll go. That's all of it. I think oh, the only other thing is they had, apparently they had 7,000 there, but if you looked at the crowd, it was more like three. So the AFL fudging some serious numbers there in RL style. I reckon they must recount people who go out for a smoke. Maybe they counted the pillows as <laughs> people. They might have done that at the St Kilda Sydney game. There was, I reckon there was more Sydney supporters at that game than, Sydney, than St Kilda. The poor club getting poor attendances, Dan. That's right. The poor club. Anyway, talking points time. Very few of these. The only one I can think of is that Hawthorne are trialling the on-field zones. So how how is this? Is this another chat between Clarko and Gillen? You know, we'll 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 do the zones. Stop changing the game. Leave it as it is. For fuck's sake, we don't need any more changes. Remember how I, uh, we, we spoke about this? Yes, yes, yeah, one, the one rule um, rule. Yeah, the one rule where you get one rule to change. Is it, does that count as your one rule? Yes. So you've got to wait, you've got to wait another 10 years to you, you've got to rule wait number an, two. You've got to wait another 10 years. Mm. I, hate, I hate when this shit comes up because it makes me nervous. I'm, I don't like... It's not I'm zone zones. Really. It's just every stoppage. You've got to have a certain amount of people in certain areas of the ground. It's not, oh, you don't get a free kick and and that, that becomes soccer, and then we end up getting offsides and shit like that. Nah, fuck that. No. Leave it as it is. No. Don't like. I just I just thought it was funny that Clarko's the one trialling it. Anyway, that's all the talking points I got. Does anybody else have any? Uh, so what do we reckon that the coaches talked about with Gil last night? They, they had their annual circle jerk that Jonathan Brown turned up with a million slabs of beer out the front. Was that Jonathan yeah, Brown? Jonathan Brown. Yeah, because it said Brownie. It could have been the one at St Kilda. <laughs> Brownie. Yeah. Brownie. I don't know. Like, yeah, what did, what did they talk about? No more AFLX, please. Is it a serious sort of gathering, or is it just like a casual thing? I think it's semi-formal. So they, they will say a few things, but, like, loose discussions that, you know, Gil will take some mental notes, and then they'll reconvene later on. But they probably just talk a bunch of other shit too. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, who knows what they would have. You don't get them together just for a social thing to say, how are you all going? I thought that's that's what Gil did, like the first time round as a. Oh, it might have been the first time round, but he he keeps doing it, so clearly it's a bit of a. Take your coach's hat. I'm more intrigued as to what he would have had on the menu or what his missus would have cooked up. I doubt, I'm sure they would have got it catered. Yeah, they Maybe were ordered pizzas or something. They ordered pizzas. Ordered Didn't pizzas. have the pizza man rock up. And then Ross Lyon threw the pizza. <laughs> Gillen got cheaper stadium food for them. I don't know. Um, I don't have really much out of it. Maybe Ross Lyon asked Gil for some tips on how to brush your off-field problems under the rug. <laughs> Question time. Ilksy wants to know when was the last time an AFL team had a dominant Ruckman combo like Grundy and Cox? Never? Question mark. 
like people, like some fogs in the thread said, like Cox, Nat, and Nui and shit, but I don't remember either of them ever kicking five. Uh, Cox kicked five. The Cox actually, literally, there was a game. Cox kicked five. In the fourth pocket. There was a game. Cox kicked five with Nick Nat in the ruck. Once. Interesting. I do recall that because um, I think that was the reason Cox got picked in the forward pocket that year, which is what you're talking about, Dan, in the All Australian yeah. team. Yeah, because he kicked five in one game. I'd like to. I'd like to nominate the com- the combination of. Well, he, who who doesn't see this coming? Stanley and Smith down at Geelong. <laughs> I was expecting Nankov's Grig. Yeah, well, K4A already nicked that one. Swerve. Yeah, but the one down at Geelong, which Chris Scott was so glowing about this week, did anybody catch his, his words on that? Yeah, I don't, I don't think they'll be in the coaches' votes ever. Very rarely do you see players, a player, let alone two players, get thrown under the bus quite so drastically as that. Just like, well, neither of them are playing good enough football, you know, at the moment to knock down the spot. Would you be looking at players from other clubs? Well, of course you would be. It's just like, as though that's the stupidest question on earth. Refreshing honesty, but yeah. No, I enjoyed funny. that. Yeah, no, I, I really liked that. <laughs> Fucking, that's a, that's a fair whack. You two, you two have sacks of shit, so, and I'm going to call it. <laughs> I think that's the first time, the first time a player's been that criticised by their coach since Pitiful Pittman. <laughs> Pitiful Pittman. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Why is it always Ruckman? Don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's just the only time that Bucks ever got aggressive with someone was when he nearly ripped Jared Witts apart. <laughs> I know because they're big and dopey, and their mistakes stand out more than, than other. Probably players. because there's that certain level of outrage. If you weren't so tall, you would be nothing. <laughs> it's just like they know they know they're not real footballers. They're just very tall guys. But geez, there's been some pitiful. Ru- yeah, I'm trying to think. Any other ruckman? I mean, um, I didn't Mick give Cameron Cloak a fucking. Yeah, I think Will Minson got a bit of a bake once too. Oh, um, yeah, but he he was the smartest dumb cunt ever, or dumbest smart cunt ever, whatever it is. <laughs> he was a prick. Now he works at North Melbourne. Yeah, it's terrific. <laughs> Waste of money giving that guy salary. <laughs> it's all right. You've got more money than St Kilda. You can afford it. That's, that's true. And they need a ruck coach more than you do. <laughs> I mean, like you personally, Dan, have more money than St Kilda. Yeah. Yeah, probably. St Kilda need to make some money fast. Start marketing St Kilda branded pillows to support a base. St Kilda sex pillows. Sex pillow membership. Membership That's send you a lanyard for your sex pillow. <laughs> it's made of Velcro. <laughs> Bonus strap on if you renew by November. You can buy jerseys that fit over your pillow. <laughs> <laughs> Not Cookie wants to know You're invited to Gil's house To the coaches meeting What are you bringing? My pillow <laughs> A sex pillow Yeah, a sex pillow for Gil So he doesn't get himself in any trouble I think this must, this must be The most nerve-wracking thing A coach has to go through for the year You don't want to be the guy That turns up with the cheapest bottle of wine And you don't want to be the suck-up That turns up with the most expensive <laughs> So you've got to find that middle ground and you don't want to be the guy that turns up with nothing because then you look like a fucking tired ass. <laughs> no, especially when Jonathan Brown drops off 20 slabs. <laughs> they didn't even take them inside. They just left them on the footpath. <laughs> um, someone would have picked them up. Yeah, Robbo outside covering the thing. <laughs> <laughs> the first time Robbo's ever done a doorstop. <laughs> <laughs> He's on the AFL 360 season there and goes, he just got, gets the idea. We'll go do a doorstop knew, on the way home, take a slab I, with me. Or I knew three. there was a reason why he was late to 360 yesterday. He wasn't <laughs> at the G. He'd gone past Gillen's to get the beers. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know what you'd, I don't know what else you could bring. I've got no good answers for that. Speaking of not Cookie's question, Dan, you have a question. Did I? <laughs> yeah, you did. Uh, How do you not remember your question? Well, it's not often I ask questions, but then sometimes I see someone repeating themselves with stupid, inane questions, and then sometimes I feel the need to respond. Oh, here we go. You're on the Bay 13 podcast, and you're given a choice of answering a pack the man saint question or eating... Well, uh, what, uh, hang on, a what question? Hey, what question? But no, this is the question. Yeah, yeah but who asked ham saint. Packenham ham. Isn't that his Give name? <laughs> 
Packham What's Ham, Saint. <laughs> Can we talk about Packham, how you Packham, did... Packham, Packham Saint, sorry. Can we talk about sorry. how you did say re-me-construction? Hey, listen, <laughs> we, we, we said nothing when you said Sarah, when it was Sarah, <laughs> all right? So you, you be quiet. <laughs> but you denied saying re-me-construction. <laughs> No, I I put my hand up in the in the convo. I I I, I, did, I did say re. I like how I like how not Cookie's riding hard on the wagon that Cookson didn't laugh the other week. He definitely did. He did laugh. He definitely well, laughed. That was that was a that was a laugh, not an inhale. Fuck me. Yeah, you're a crybaby, and your brother and your brother laughs. You're the <laughs> cry and laugh brothers. But yes, Dan, what was your question? Oh well, basically, what I'm saying is, I'd rather eat. Dog shit for two hours and answer another one of his questions. He okay, so question. did you answer his last question? No, I didn't. Okay, so eat some shit. Yeah, no, eat some shit. Go on, do it like that Philly Eagles fan. Any other questions? Yes, the last one is from Gornage. Who has been sending hate mail to Tex Walker? Well, not me, but it sounds like a good idea. <laughs> I reckon Jake Lever. Been, been called out for the success. He's got a bit of time on his hands. He's been called out for the lack of success, and now he's now he's getting his own back. Revenge is a dish best served in the mail. <laughs> oh, I don't I don't know how he knows it is blackmail. Oh, how it is like? What did he say? It was hate mail. Hate mail. Can't read. It. Can't read. <laughs> it has a lot of sad faces on it. <laughs> Maybe it's got emojis at the end. <laughs> It's like got the angry emoji. <laughs> it's got the shit emoji. <laughs> you play like shit emoji. <laughs> is, is there a desert? Is there a desert emoji? Maybe they, maybe there's just like twenty bus emojis, and he got triggered. Need to go bump that tell a story through emojis thread that Chief had me start earlier this year. Get one in there. Tex Walker's hate mail. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, any other candidates for who's been sending text hate mail? I don't know, but there's been one of my favourite things to do now, myself and a, and a few um, prominent posters, is to listen to 5AA after an Adelaide loss. <laughs> and um, this week get one of stuffed. us managed... Go on, get this, stuffed. This week one of us managed to get on. As a, <laughs> as a in a Biffinator a, sort of Mario from Doncaster <laughs> style. Yeah, as a as a fake Adelaide supporter, <laughs> and um, uh, compare compare Tex Walker as a captain to Travis Bock, and say how how we wished that uh, they had a leader like Travis Bock, <laughs> or a forward like Charlie Dixon. Uh, we also got a text message read out, which was very entertaining. Um, so if Adelaide lose again, or next time they do lose, which will probably be Saturday night, tune into Five Double Eight. I highly recommend it. I think that's as good note to move on to this week on the Bay. Our threat of the week is a no contest. Yeah, this week. we don't even need to. We yeah. we're all talking about honourable mentions here because the winner is clearly the um, uh, who is the the confirmed ruckman. <laughs> what? The the confirmed best ruckman in the comp thread. No. <laughs> if you think your life is going bad, thread fantastic thread, fantastic thread, fan, fantastic contributions. I mm. love a thread where everybody contributes to make it better than the sum of its parts. Yep, absolutely. A collaborative thread that and isn't for the OP for taking that photo at the game. Well done. But but Don't the, think OP the OP didn't. took the photo. The OP got I sent think, the photo. I think they did. I think but, they did. The, the two redhead people match. <laughs> the, the best part about, yeah, you're right about collaborative threads, like a thread where Ugak does a video or Mofra does a bottom 50 are great for the individual aspects, but they're very much what everybody else brings to the thread isn't, oh, in Mofra's thread you get Hawthorne supporters melting, but other than that, it's not the same as a thread where everybody weighs in with comments or shoops or whatever the fuck it is. And 255 posts, you know, it feels like there was more than that. Yeah. Easy. yeah but how many of those were actual quality belly laughs? Like 90%. A lot. It's like the Ashley Madison thread, which was like, there was almost the entirety of that thread was pro vials, and it was only about 
180 posts long, but it's fucking amazing. And things like that. That's what we need more of on the bay. Just those, those times where, like the KFC boy thread, where everybody gets on board for the cause of pure lols. Honourables, what do we got? The Melbourne Game Day thread on their board was really <laughs> fucking entertaining. Um, Lever Puller seemed to think that they were going to win by plus 85 points. Mm. Uh, he didn't offer a slab of beer, though, to everybody who posted in the thread. Mm. But, uh, yeah, that was really entertaining to watch them go from delusional to back down to earth. Uh, Lollingwood supporters, the bravest on Big Footy. That got made today. I thought the OP was kind of funny. I haven't seen that one. I, I think seen. there were a few since, like, last week. Oh, Escape Movie starring Dustin Martin, if we hadn't seen that one. Only 27 replies, but there's some decent shoots in that as well. Oh, okay. oh hang on. I might nominate the the stupid thread on the scandals and rumours board regarding Dustin Martin. Where is it? Is this is this the crime one? No, this is the Dustin Martin to retire from league footy thread. <laughs> I'll read the OP. Here is how it'll play out. Dusty is in New Zealand with Daddy this week. Dusty's manager, Ralph, has hid the money in the US. Dusty will do what Buddy didn't and retire from footy now he has, because he has a big contract. Dusty will take up pro boxing in the US as he, remain, as he means to reunite with his father. Richmond will retake Dusty as an off line rookie recruit if boxing fails. Nostradamus lives. Market now. Any mod that closes this thread will be laughed at. There's people backing up the OP because apparently he's had mail that he's that he's been correct about on on other topics. My only issue, my only issue with it is the going to reunite with his dad in the US. If this is a guy who has criminal convictions, there's no He's way not getting in the States either. He's, he's, he's the not US. getting into the US, no. That's no. my only issue with it. Yeah, I just responded by saying, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> your, 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 your post isn't the best of the replies there. I like the Zach Merritt tap dancing one. Flog of the week. Um, Harry. Who? Harry who? Exactly. Who the fuck's Harry? That who the fuck is Harry? Oh, that fucking... Spastic Harry Triple Zero Melbourne supporter who came out of nowhere. There was fucking two Melbourne supporters on the bay, mate, when you were shit. You don't belong here. No, three. I'll give him three. And now old Harry Hiding has come into the fucking frame, making an absolute ass of himself. We like Harry because Harry is high. We like to drink Harry. Oh, oh, I'm going to nominate Dan for tagging Chisholm. Fuck with. <laughs> <laughs> he, he asked me why I tagged him in here and I didn't respond. <laughs> well, I mean, he, need, he has a right to know if, we're, if, he's on the, if he's on the podcast. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. It's a bit of constructive criticism. No other Flog of the Week noms. So hang on, you're nominating. Hang on, to go back to Morgan Ash, you're nominating me because I tagged Chisholm because of the rant that you had on the podcast. Yeah. You ratted her out. You're a rat. You're a rat. We're supposed to be best friends. How am I I a rat if if that's posted publicly? Wouldn't have known what I said. He may listen to it. You don't know that. He's not listening to it. He might. He probably still hasn't listened to it. I mean, he would have to sift through, like, 90 minutes of just bullshit to see if there was even a mention for him. Who cares? Stitches get stitches. And flogged the week Are we up to the hour yet? We've actually gone past it, but I gave you a little bit of a... I knew this wouldn't work. Hey, we're very close. We're very close. Shut shut up. We can't go back to the hour Nah, it's a failure. We're going back to the old ways. Sorry. Five-hour edit. Shut up. Monday, starting at end. <laughs> we tried it. We gave it a go. But it's just it's just not going to work. I hope you enjoy our retirement from this. Now, Dan, you're going to have to learn how to edit so that we can still do this when Starburns cracks the shits. There will but be no is... edit. 
this is just his mid-season. He does this every year. Oh, this will be the last season. I'm not doing this anymore. Uh, tips time, Dan. Who are we tipping? There's only six games this week. Doing the tips, are we? Well, we've got well, we've gone past the hour. Shut up! Time. Shut up! We might shut up! I'll stretch this for another hour. Shut the fuck up! Because it's been a failure. Dan, no, it's your turn to tip. You just asked me to do the tips, and now you're telling me to shut up. I mean, yeah, I'm telling you to shut up about the hour to, limit. Do you want me to do them or not? You're yes. holding us back. You did this Puffers. last. I'm trying Morgs, to do the tips. Morgs, do you want a tip? Because I'm about to kick Dan. I did the tips last week. It's Dan's turn. Puffers versus Dogs, Dan. Um, let's see. Um, where's this game being played at? Get fucked. At Adelaide. And what, and what day? Thursday. The night game? Yes. No, Shut it's during up. the day on a Thursday. <laughs> Make your tip. Well, I'm probably going to go with the power. Yeah, I'll go with the power. If you tip the next one slowly, I'm taking over. Colas versus Eagles on Friday night. Um, Swans. Carlton versus Frio. Uh, Frio. Oh, he tipped it. He tipped a Frio game. Wow. Oh, shit, I did too. <laughs> uh, you put me off because you're making me go through these quickly. It's always no responsibility. Right. Uh, I you're like Cookson. Oh, no, you can't keep saying no responsibility when when you crop. Oh, you're Isn't Cookson no responsibility, though? <laughs> um, what's the next one? Sun, St. Like Kilda. Sun, St. Uh, Kilda. We've already talked about how many quarters will be won. Uh, yeah, St. Kilda. Uh, Hawthorne. Crows. Hawthorne. And, oh, this is easy. Cats will shit on. Which mean? I don't even know. The MCG, Dan. Anyway. Doesn't matter. You're a beast. This was the vlogcast for round 13. Starburns joined by Morgs. Farewell. And Dan. Yeah, see you later. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you all next week. Maybe. On a Tuesday. Started quarter to 11. Because Luke said he couldn't turn up on the day. Then thought we did it already. Yeah.